Welcome back to Freight Waves Now. In this carrier update, we're going to start, finish up on the diesel market, looking at diesel prices. So DTS, that first chart we looked at, the actual truck stop diesel price per gallon. Just highlighting how expensive it is on the West Coast. Ooh. I think that's the key, uh, the key takeaway, right? The, the center of the country, obviously the cheapest. As you move out away from that, it gets more expensive. Highest I saw... 564 in San Francisco. It's not much better in Southern California than it is in Northern California. So if you're playing in the Southern California freight markets, right? We talked, I talked, me and Donnie Gilbert talked about this yesterday. Southern California's heated up, but the caveat is rates haven't caught up to what diesel prices have done. And we can see that on the national average too. And we'll look at it. We've got the NTI and the NTID, so the daily and the average, the average staying at 223. It has been there for weeks. I mean, it is it has fluctuated between, I mean, to put it in perspective, this between this faint line and the faint line right here is a 10 cent range. I've got this pulled back into March. We can see we hit 230 in April. The highest we've hit since then is 232 on July 14th, but really, if you drew a straight line across at 223, it's really where the average has been for the last three, three and a half months. And you see the volatility is amplifying right now. But some of that, if you look at it on the daily perspective, right? You see the peak at 240, you see a peak at like 231. Yeah. You have to remember a lot of those peaks are on Sundays. So it's less volume, right? They the freight has to be moved, prices go up, but it's less freight. So it can push up a rate on a Sunday or a weekend, right? Somebody was doing their job to push up rates, but it's not able to hold through the entire week. And I think that's the trend. But this includes fuel. This is the all-in rate. With diesel prices rising the way they have, you would have liked to see this increase. Why? Because all this tells me is there's dropping the line haul rate significantly and just keeping it the all-in rate relatively stable and not actually fluctuating for fuel. Fuel, if you're playing in the spot market, operating under the all-in rate, you're not getting the benefit of get a fuel. Yeah, you exactly. Fuel. So you're spending way more money to bring in the same revenue. And I mean... It's a squeeze. And this is the squeeze we're talking about. I think that when the viewer doesn't understand, or even in trucking circles, when you negotiate, when I was a broker, I never had a conversation on, I need more for fuel. It was, oh, you need $50 more? I'm sorry, I have three more trucks. I'm going to go for the one that pays. Uh, you know, a lot of times when we talk about fuel surcharges, depending upon the customer, they may not send you the fuel surcharge until three or four days later. Yep. So think about this. I always looked at it like Christmas. I got a little extra $50 in margin. I was so happy as a broker. As a carrier, though, you're right. I don't think this is going to go up. You know why this is going to go up? There's too much capacity. Yeah. This won't go up. Yeah, there is. Now, the only saving grace is that we're coming up to Labor Day, right? We're right in the middle of the month. Yesterday's the 15th. We see that here. What you see, when we'll look at it both from a volume and a capacity perspective, you're starting to see the upticks that you would associate normally with the 15th of the month, pretty much every month. Where you normally see is this uptick that leads into the back half of the month. You saw it in 2022. You saw it in or sorry, 2021, you kind of see it in 2022, you see it in 2019, it's happening again. The difference is we're coming off of July that saw increases, which is 
abnormal. So what you're seeing is positive signs from the demand perspective. This is what you need to see. Yes, there's still too much capacity in the market, but overall, from a demand perspective, things are, are looking up. I don't want to say they're great, but they're looking better than they were if we were having this conversation in mid-June, right? Yeah. So large, large carriers, exposure. It's a tale of two cities. Contracted freight, if you're large enough to sit at the table with Fortune 50 shippers, you're going to be okay, but it's just going to be rough. Small carriers exposed to spot market transactions with rising fuel costs and no negotiating leverage, you're not going to have a fun time. The, the seasoned operators will figure it out, but we're hearing in other aspects, Werner talked about it in their earnings, it's almost like a Deadpool right now, yeah. which is we're all sitting around, we have no way of knowing if they're all gone yet until rates go up, and then three weeks later, we finally say, hey, they disappeared. We're at that moment right now where we're asking, is anyone leaving yet? Because we certainly don't see it yet. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Thomas, thank you so much for joining me on this carrier update. Right now, we'll hand it back over to Kaylee Nix.